You are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 137. Welcome to the Yoga Boss podcast. Do you feel like you were meant to have a successful career in the yoga industry? Like you got into this industry to truly help your students, but you're struggling to actually make money? Or you know that marketing your business is essential, but don't know how to make it intentional and effective for you. Maybe you have already had some success, but you're ready to scale to multiple six figures. Building a profitable yoga business is less complicated and easier than you know. It takes business strategy and a yoga boss mindset. When you are ready to work on your business instead of in it, this is the podcast for you. Now your host, Jackie Murphy, the business coach just for yoga teachers. My friends, welcome back to Yoga Boss. I am Jackie Murphy, your business coach, host of the podcast. How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. Let me paint the scene for you where I'm recording this episode. I'm sitting in my office, which is beautiful and bright. I absolutely love it. Best decision ever to rent an office space. I am about eight months pregnant, just just eight months pregnant. It's raining and we're just kind of cozying up in the office working and getting prepped for what is coming down the pipeline for Yoga Boss and the Profitable Yoga Boss group. It's a really lovely day. So welcome to my world. I'm happy to have you here. Speaking of what is coming, there are a few things I want you to be on the lookout for, especially if you're now in the knowing that you are ready to make big, bold moves in your business. Maybe you've been listening to this podcast for a while, or maybe you just found the podcast, but you've been like searching for the right business coach or the right investment for your business for a while, and you know now is the time. Great news, my friends. The next enrollment of the Profitable Yoga Boss Group will be October 14th. Okay, so put that onto your calendar. You have just about a month to get ready for open enrollment for the Profitable Yoga Boss Group. Once enrollment opens on October 14th, you will have access to the application to apply for the Profitable Yoga Boss Group. And that application is 10 questions. It's not long. It's just the details that I need to know before you're invited into the group. So let's kind of talk about that. Why do we not just accept everyone? Why not just let people sign up? Why have people apply? And the reason that I want you all to apply first is because I only accept those people, those businesses that I know for sure I can help. Like I only accept the people that we are on the same page. We both care about your rapid return on your investment. We both care about you making more money in less time in a more sustainable way. We want to make sure that we're the perfect fit for each other. And if we're not the perfect fit, that's totally okay. It's like no hard feelings, but let's just make sure before we move forward. I'm always happy to recommend you to another coach or the best program for you if you have questions or we're not the right fit. And we want to make sure that the community is incredibly supportive. I get messages every week from my clients just saying, this is the most supportive, incredible, loving group of yoga teachers and studio owners out there. And it truly is like we don't do competition. It's just not a part of the group. 
I actually just don't believe there's a such thing as competition. Every person is unique and individual and has something to offer the world. So there's no way you can compete with each other. You all have a place. So if you know that you would thrive in that kind of environment and you know that we are the right fit, October 14th is your time to apply. What do you do until then? Well, let me tell you, until then, you want to make sure that you get on the wait list. The wait list will open up applications first. You'll have the chance to apply to the group before anyone else. And you'll also get more details about the group and what it's like. So if you have any questions or any thoughts, just email me. It's Jackie at JackieGMurphy.com or send me a DM on Instagram, JackieG.Murphy, and I'm happy to talk through anything with you there. The second thing coming down the pipeline is a new five-day training for you. Completely free, of course, because I always over-deliver. And this training is all about how to get new students or new members into your business. We're going to spend five days attracting new students and talking about what you need to do and working together to build your clientele. So that training is happening in October. Just stay tuned. I'm sure I'll announce it on the podcast. It's going to be all over my email, my social media. If you're not following me somewhere, follow me somewhere. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast so that you can get the updates when it does come out. That training is coming. Isn't that fun? Fun stuff happening. Okay, so let's dive into today's podcast. We are talking about selling as active listening. And before we dive into what that means and what that looks like, I want to just set the foundation so that we're all on the same page by what I mean when I say selling is active listening. You are an entrepreneur in business, you are the CEO which means in your business, you will always be doing marketing and you will always be selling. These are two activities that are just part of building your business. It never stops. It never ends. They do change as your business grows. And especially as you scale, it might become more passive, but no matter where you are in your business, you are always marketing and you are always selling, period. This is a concept I came up with in the shower and I introduced to my clients and it was helpful for them. So I wanted to bring it to the podcast. But when I think about the difference between marketing and selling, one of the most simple ways to think about it is that marketing is you talking to people. It's you going out and sharing with other human beings who you are, what service you offer, and value for them. It's you going out and talking. Marketing is you having that conversation, talking to people. Selling is you deeply listening. Now, what I found by working with hundreds of yoga teachers and hundreds of studio owners is that most of my clients come to me and they are only doing marketing. They are only talking to people. Sometimes it feels like they're talking at people. We can solve that inside the Profitable Yoga Boss group. 
but they are only doing the part of the business that is them going out and talking to people, sharing who they are, what they offer, but they aren't doing the part of selling. And if you aren't creating the space to deeply listen to your students and to have time to understand them, you aren't selling in your business. So let me give you an example of that. Let's say that you are a yoga studio and you do a lot of social media posts and you send out a weekly or monthly newsletter and you talk to your clients in the studio when they book class. All of that is marketing. It's all kind of like nurture marketing. It's not even a lot of awareness marketing, but it's all marketing. Now, what's the problem with that is that you're delegating the selling in your business to your students, probably unintentionally. It's not like you meant to do this. It's just kind of like what's been done in the industry. So everyone just copies what's been done and then wonders why it doesn't work. But unintentionally, you're delegating that selling conversation to your students. Not only are you delegating the selling conversation to your students, but you also are hoping that they have the skills and talents needed to sell themselves. So what that looks like is you never having the conversation to sit down and listen to why are they actually coming to the studio What are their problems? What do they want to have in their life? Like, why are they showing up? And then giving them a solution to that problem that they have. Instead, you're just putting out marketing and you hope that they see your most recent newsletter with your back to school fall special membership on it. And you're hoping that in their heads, they have a conversation by themselves that sounds like, I want to recommit to my yoga practice. That would really help me de-stress and get back to my physical workout routine. I think I'm going to buy this membership. You're hoping all of that happens behind the screen while they're alone. And yeah, some of your students will sell themselves. Some of your students don't need any sort of conversation. But this is why typical industry conversion rates are so low because those students who don't need any sort of sales conversation are like five to 10% of your actual audience. If you can create some space to actually sell in your business, you will convert more students hands down. Are you guys following me? Okay. So just know where you are in your business Let's talk about what it means to think of selling as deeply listening to your people. The other way you can think about this is selling is all about you active listening. Active listening is not a concept I created. It's taught in so many different ways in all different situations, but there's kind of some similar aspects, no matter how you learn about active listening that are typically the same. When you are active listening in a conversation, you are fully present for that conversation, meaning your phone's not on, 
You're not trying to do something else. You're not trying to say goodbye to the other 20 students walking out of class and actively listen and sell at the same time, but you're fully there, fully present for the person that's in front of you. You're paying attention to everything in the present moment, their words, what they're not saying, their body language, their tone of voice, and you're just absorbing it all. That's part of active listening. Another part of active listening is that you're always clarifying and kind of paraphrasing what they're saying back to them so that you are in a mutual understanding of what they're trying to say and what you're hearing. Now, in order to clarify and, and repeat back to someone, it kind of sounds like what I'm hearing you say is this, or is this what you mean? Or just to clarify, this is what I heard. Is that correct? In order to do that, you have to be really focused and present to really listen to their words and try and get with their understanding. Now, these next two pieces of active listening are so important. When you're active listening, you are asking questions. That's it. You aren't leaping in too soon, telling the person what they should do, giving advice, telling them what they shouldn't do. You're just asking them questions to understand them more deeply And then from those questions, you're connecting with them, you're sharing, you're reflecting back to them what they've said. When you know how to active listen, you'll know that you're doing it because you won't be in your head judging the other person of what they are saying or not saying. You won't be in your head trying to come up with what you're going to say back This is like mentally preparing your rebuttal. You won't be in your head trying to fix whatever they're telling you about. You'll just be there listening, present, empathizing, holding space for what's going on. This is how I teach sales conversations. This is the essence of what I teach called neuromeditative selling. It's so important that you are present and focused and actively listening to the person who's talking to you, the student who wants to buy your offer. Why? Because when you are selling, your entire job, when you're in the role of selling in your business, of salesperson in your business, your entire job is to listen to the person, understand what they're looking for or what problem they're experiencing or how they feel understand the solution that they want to create. It might not be the generic solution that you tell everyone about in your marketing, but deeply understanding the solution or the result that they want to create and then offering your invitation to help them create that solution if it fits. Okay. So all of that has to happen typically in a conversation where you have the time to actively listen to the student in front of you. So what does this mean? Do you want to start implementing some quick sales calls in your business? Do you want to invite students after class to come up to you personally to have these conversations? Do you want to, once someone follows you on Instagram, is interested in your retreats, set up a 
sales call with them or some sort of consultation call with them? Do you have the opportunity to actually sell in your business? If the answer is no, that is the first thing I want you to get to work to fix. Create more opportunities to sell. Now, listen, I am a huge fan of one-to-one sales calls if you haven't been selling in your business until now. Why? Because the more one-to-one sales calls that you do, the more you actually sit down and listen to the person in front of you and hear their problems and hear it in their language and hear it how they are specifically telling you about it or saying it, the more you will understand how to speak on a broader scale to your students that entices them and encourages them to become a paid student. Yes, one-to-one sales calls are going to give you a higher conversion rate, but they're also worth it just for the data that you collect, just for all the knowledge that you absorb. So if you've been one of those people that's like, I hate selling and that sounds awful, Jackie, I just want to give you a couple of reasons why you might want to reconsider creating an opportunity to listen deeply to your students who want the result that you offer. Because that really is what a sales call is. You don't have to be spammy. You shouldn't be like car salesmen (laughs) pitching in a sales call. What do you need to do in a sales call? You need to deeply listen, ask questions, you know, repeat back to them what they're saying, and then invite them into the solution if you have it for them. And you may not, and that's okay too. Now, as you master that one-to-one sales call, then you've collected all this data. You really understand how to talk to your person. You understand the most common objections or hesitations or doubts that they bring to you. You can go speak to people or sell to a broader audience with much more clarity and it'll be much more effective. Then once you get good at selling to a broader audience, you can create a sales page or a landing page that actually does the selling for you. But the mistake that I see so many people do, two things. One, they have no sales page for their offer. Like if you're a studio and you don't have a sales page for your membership, that's mistake number one. Mistake number two is that that sales page was written from day one with no awareness of how their people talk or what they say or what specifically their language is or what specifically their objections are. And so the sales page kind of just falls flat because it doesn't really feel like a genuine conversation. You want your sales page to be something that your students read and then think to themselves, wow, she or he or they really, really understand me. They get me at a really deep level. They've thought about me. They have my solution. And this is the exact right person for me. And if your sales page doesn't convey that, that's why it's not converting. So the second thing that I want you to think about, so first thing is like, do you have time to actively listen to your students? Are you actively selling in your business? If the answer is yes, something I want you to consider is that we typically tend to 
drop out of active listening in three different parts of the sales conversation because we're nervous, because we slip back into marketing mode, because we slip back into teacher mode, or let me give you advice mode. And that's okay. It's going to happen. You're not going to be perfect at this right away. But those three areas are at the very beginning where you maybe spend a little bit too much time trying to get to know the other person or small talking or, you know, just kind of going back and forth that has nothing to do with what they need help on or what you can offer them. And typically this happens just because we're feeling a little bit nervous and we want them to feel comfortable and we want to feel comfortable. And so we think talking is the way to do that. But I want to offer that when you set up an asana class, the first thing that you do to get people to land in their bodies and in the room is give them some space. Put them in child's pose, let them breathe. Put them in meditation, let them sit there. Like let them land. You don't have to do the landing for them. The same is true in a sales call. You just need to be there and say, hi, I'm here. Like, how are you? Let them do the landing. The second place that we tend to overstep and tend to overtalk is when we deliver the price of our service. Now, if this is you, it's only happening because you feel some kind of insecurity around your price and you feel the need to justify, explain, clarify, offer options. And all of that just takes away from you deeply understanding what the person you're talking to feels, thinks, or has any kind of objection about your price. If you're talking, you're marketing. If you say your price and you listen, that is your opportunity to actually drop into selling. The third place we tend to overtalk is when they have an objection. When the person hears your price and maybe they say, that's too expensive, or I don't have time right now, or I can't commit to a membership right now, or I'm going to take a retreat next year, or whatever they tell you. If you aren't in active listening, you'll go right into rebuttal or fix it or advice giving mode in the situation. And that will result in you talking a lot at the person versus you sitting back, asking deeper questions, really getting clear on what they're saying, really starting to understand and empathize with how they're feeling and what they're saying, and getting curious about if it truly is the right fit for them right then or not, and really walking them through that process safely. You'll go right into like pushy mode. This is when sales conversations feel weird. Like this is why you would hate selling is because you're not allowing the other person to share what they're thinking or feeling without your reaction or without your rebuttal. So this podcast, essentially, as I'm recording this, I'm like, hot damn, this is a great information. This is gold. (laughs) If you take this podcast and put it into practice in your business, I promise you, you are going to sell more because this is what makes people buy. They want to feel seen. They want to feel heard. They want to feel understood. They want to feel safe with you and that they want to just know that you deeply get them and that you can help them. 
And if they don't feel known or seen or heard, they're not going to trust that you can help them because they don't trust that you actually see them. So you have to create the space and time for selling in your business. Again, do the one-to-one sales calls. This is what I teach you inside the Profitable Yoga Boss group. I literally give you a like layout for how to run a sales conversation. It's the neuromeditative selling technique that I teach. We blend meditation and awareness of neuroscience and sales techniques so that it feels really fluid. So if you want something to go off of, join us in the Profitable Yoga Boss group. And once you're implementing those sales conversations, then you're going to be much more clear in all of your marketing. And all of your marketing will feed your sales calls and your sales calls feed your marketing. It's a beautiful symbiotic dance between the two. Okay, that's what I have for you today. Again, I want to invite you to take the Profitable Yoga Business free course. Head over to my website. It's JackieG.Murphy. Wait, no. (laughs) Pregnancy brain. Take the Profitable Yoga Business free course. Head over to my website. It's JackieGMurphy.com. The homepage has a button that says new students start here or new clients start here. Click that button, put in your email, and you get my 10-day free email course that teaches you the most important foundational philosophies of marketing and selling so that you can start to build, grow, and scale your yoga business without having to go out and learn a ton of tactics or start Facebook ads or change everything. It's how you can start really creating revenue today. So head over to JackieGMurphy.com, get the Profitable Yoga Business free course, And if you love this podcast, you're going to love that free course. And if you love that free course, you're going to love the upcoming five-day student challenge we're going to do. And you would, of course, love the Profitable Yoga Boss group. If you know now is the time for you to make big, bold moves in your business, join us on the wait list for the next opening of the Profitable Yoga Boss group. And if now is not the time, know that I am waiting for you with open arms whenever it is. Talk to you in the next episode.